1170. The Answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, hello. Happy hump day. It is Wednesday here. I am Andrea Kay, dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. Yeah, that's right. I'm back. I did take last night off, but I didn't go away. You liberals know I'm back. Coming at y'all every day from 6 to 7 p.m. here in the AM 1170, The Answer Studios. I did take last uh, evening off for a video shoot, and I'm not at liberty to share the details of that. But I got to give a shout out thanks to my brother Ed Martin from the Ed Martin Movement, whose uh, his show is every day from 3 to 5 p.m. in St. Louis. But now he's going to be played here in the evenings from 9 to 11. So you're going to want to, after you listen to me, go get a bite for dinner. Stay tuned for Ed Martin later. But, of course, the man, the grease that kept the wheels on the, the track, who kept it, kept things going last night, is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a brain. It's... DJ Carrot Sticks. Who has a much better intro than I have, even though it's my show. But he loves to remind me that he's actually done my the Andrew K show more than Andrew K. We are going to have to start a tally. Yeah, we are, because actually DJ Carrot Sticks is taking tomorrow and Friday off, much like many people here in San Diego, because I think um, in some ways it's our Super Bowl every year in San Diego. Comic-Con is here. Yes, I know it's opening day at the races today, but actually more people were anticipating Comic-Con, which is starting tomorrow. We're actually going to be talking Comic-Con a little bit later because there is a comic book running, a political con going on here. Um, but we've got a gal who's been coming to Comic-Con for eight years who's going to be here on the show explaining why it is not just a bunch of nerds and Star Trekkies here. So stay tuned for that a little bit later. Would love to hear from you. The question of the day is, do you think it was a mistake for President Trump to correct his statements out of Hel- uh, Helsinki? I started to say Helensky. I used to um, know somebody whose last name was Helensky. Anyway, uh, from Helsinki... I was kind of glad to take yesterday afternoon off because the gnaw boning over this has been driving me crazy. Put the bone down, people. Um, and, and I think that it made the situation worse. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in, tell me if you think it was a mistake for him to correct his statements or if you think he did the right thing with that. Um, you can also email me at andreakshow.com with any comments, suggestions for the show. Tweet me at andreakshow. Um, like I said, I got to tell you, I was glad to take yesterday off because I heard on the way to this video shoot that he had corrected his statements and, and I immediately thought it, it was a mistake. Uh, those of us who understood why he said what he did, he, his correction was that when in talking about Dan Coates coming to him and telling him that Russia had meddled, he, you know, there was some kind of evidence. Trump used the word would instead. He said, I don't know why they would have meddled. Um, What he meant to say was, I don't know why they wouldn't have tried to meddle. And the entire world has gone up in flames over one word. 
No, it's not over a word. And that's why I think that it was, I actually think it was a mistake for President Trump to backpedal on it to correct his statements. He was absolutely right to call out our intelligence agencies and and bring them to task for the fact that all of this about Russia and whether or not they, quote, meddled in the election was based on some Ukrainian company called CrowdStrike with a history of making false accusations against Russia. And we have, and we to this day, The supposed argument that 17 agencies all said this, or the House Intelligence, who actually saw evidence of the meddling? And I want to know specifically what the meddling was. I'm kind of tired of this word meddle. I am sick to death of hearing this word meddle. Because those who were criticizing President Trump yesterday, I expected that, I'm not aggravated actually by the Democrats who were criticizing him. I was actually disappointed with the supposed conservatives and i'm not even just talking about uh the conservative republicans you expect mccain and ryan and others to to criticize him but i'm talking about advisors like newt gingrich and others that you know are are happy to push the false narrative of russia being you know tampering with our elections and you know and all of that because they are wanting to push the false narrative that their voice and their opinion is so important and and so relative um, and none of his detractors were interested in the fact that all that this has done is just damaged President Trump more. Really, what they have done is they have validated this witch hunt that he had every right to call out for that being what it was in front of the world. Everything that I said in defense of his statements stands true, stands correct. And for him to backtrack against it, not only did it just lead to more, now it's a feeding frenzy on every word coming out of his mouth. There's more criticisms of words that he said today in, a, in a, a cabinet meeting that he had. It's never ending. If you understand what the game is being played, you don't backtrack. You don't cave into bullies. You say, you know what? It, it, particularly given the fact that the American people elected a man who they know has a history of being often inarticulate at times, but they're more interested in his actions because they saw for eight years a con man who, unless he was caught off mic, making promises to Vladimir Putin that nobody seems to care about right now. Obama was very skilled at running a con, speaking of cons, on the American people, and his actions never backed up what his promises were. So Trump is being accused of being treasonous in a couple of words that he used when his actions, as Jen Kearns laid out on the show, were far stronger against Putin than anything. We've already talked about everything that that Obama did in in terms of of Russia and Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. So uh, Obama's words were what the left wants. His actions, quite frankly, were treasonous. He was a part of the sale of our uranium to Russia. So we got Trump, who's considered to be treasonous because of a couple of words, while his actions are so much stronger than anybody. Shame on any Republican who's criticizing him at that point. All it did was feed this. I want you guys to hear what what has come on the heels of continuing to backtrack in this situation. What What the conservatives who are criticizing Trump, the narrative that they're feeding... And yet we were burglarized this time by foreign agents. And it's just as serious to me as the Cuban Missile Crisis in terms of an attack or the 9-11 attack. The president is taking the side of the people who attacked us instead of trying to prevent a future attack. He has done nothing to make sure that the elections four months away are going to be safe. And I would say that his performance today will live in infamy as much as the Pearl Harbor attack or Kristallnacht. Wow. This is what the this is what every conservative criticizing President Trump is feeding. 
To, to say that this was on the level of 9-11 in which 3,000 Americans died? Where's the specifics of this Russian meddling? I want to know. Because this is absolutely outrageous for this to be declared the same as Pearl Harbor. Or Kristallnacht. I, I never know how to pronounce that. Which was the, which was the, the beginnings of the Holocaust in which they raided stores and Jewish shop owners and people died. That's what this is being equated to, and it's nonsense. I want to know the specifics of the meddling that went on here with Russia. Nobody has answered that question. Exactly what did these 13 Russians do? The ones that are supposedly right now, since we got our, our, instead of it being about counterintelligence, it got moved into a, a prosecution. Now they've been considered innocent until proven guilty. I want to know what the specifics are because we know what the specifics are involving the meddling of the U.S. government under Obama when it comes to meddling. We know there was meddling. Back with the IRS, with John McCain pushing for that, by the way, meddling to silence Tea Party groups. They were specifically targeted for financial ruin in order to silence them going into a midterm election. That was the weaponizing of the IRS in our country back in 2012. How about the meddling in 2012 of, a, of the grand cover-up of the deaths of four Americans in Benghazi right before an election? They went so far to cover that up to keep it from affecting the elections, that they actually arrested a filmmaker whose film had nothing at all to do with the deaths of Americans. Lisa Page told lawmakers behind closed doors, supposedly, that when they said, we'll stop him, i.e. Trump, they meant it. This is our FBI, our Department of Justice. We all know every link that they went to with that in terms of illegally spying. This woman that you just heard was a former prosecutor for Watergate, and and she's saying that Trump's speech in Helsinki was worse than Watergate. No, what's worse than Watergate is what has gone on with the Obama administration, the FBI, and the DOJ, with which most of the players are still here, still involved, literally allowed Hillary Clinton and the DNC to purchase a warrant to spy on her competition. This was literally an attempt to interfere and to assist the woman that had already committed crimes involving Russia and other crimes with her felonious email schemes in order for her to purchase a warrant to spy on the Trump so that they could get her into office. And then had to have an insurance policy if he were to end up winning. There was a meddling, election meddling going on around the world under the Obama administration in the form of taking out leaders like Gaddafi and Mubarak so that we, using taxpayer funds the United States of America, could help set up taking out strongmen that have protected Christians in the area, used 500, in the, in the case of uh, Egypt, I think it was $500 billion to prop up the Muslim Brotherhood who took over, and in the course of that were beheading Christians. And burning down churches, that's the kind of meddling that the Obama administration was doing. There was also meddling in an attempt to do the same thing with uh, what's-his-name in Syria. And that involved, they were trying to take him down as well in the form of running guns, which is why Ambassador Stevens running guns to Al-Qaeda. They actually created ISIS by pulling out of Iraq, and it all was a part of this gun-running scheme. It was like a fast and furious of the Middle East. That was about election meddling. We also know, and I've got Brigitte Gabriel coming up in a minute, we also know a real key way in which the left has been trying to meddle in our elections here is by importing people into our country and partnering with those whose stated goal is to replace the Constitution with the Koran and Sharia. In fact, the Muslim Brotherhood was specifically given a front seat when Obama in 2008 meddled in our elections by going overseas and giving a campaign speech with the Muslim Brotherhood on the front row. We know that there is meddling in our elections 
also in the form in this country of illegal aliens flooding across the southern border. And right now in San Francisco, they're being given voter registration cards. Talk about election meddling. And that's direct election meddling. Then there's the indirect ways in which the Obama state-run media colluded with Hillary Clinton and others in, in terms of trying to affect the outcome of election with propaganda. That actually even goes back to 2012 with Candy Crowley planning the evidence at the crime scene in these phony uh, uh, debates. There's meddling going on in the form of indoctrination in our kids in which they're specifically lying and teaching anti-American propaganda in order to, to teach them uh, Marxist, communist principles. That's some serious election meddling going on. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170, and I'm going to be talking to Brigitte Gabriel. Uh, national uh, security expert as well as chairman of Act for America, which is the largest national security grassroots organization in this country. She'll be here, so don't you go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you are looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person saved 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855-600-7633. Seventy-six thirty-three. Purpose funding. Eight five five six hundred seventy-six thirty-three. Gary number zero one eight six four one zero four. MS number two seven three two nine nine. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can. Because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. 
Text the keyword Vision 11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 2020 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text Vision 11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text Vision 11 to 350350. That's V I S I O N 11 to 350350. United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942, subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. If you're eligible for a VA loan, here's a game changer for you. Larry Elder here. Veteran Sonia Hadley has a VA cash out 100% refi with rates you will not believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia knows how to go outside the box to find a program that works for virtually any borrower. And now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of your equity in your home, pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these rising home values, you now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. If you don't need cash, Sonia has a VA streamlined refi, the easiest loan you've ever seen. Call Sonia for game-changing VA loans with up to 100% refinance. Act now before interest rates move up. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to chime in at the top of the show, we were posing the question asking whether you think it was a mistake or not for President Trump to correct his statements. The left was never going to be satisfied with anything he had to say, and it's just become a feeding frenzy. Meanwhile, we've got, uh, it's feeding this craziness going on with the left. We played a clip for you where we actually had a um, contributor, I'm not going to give the name of the network, and a former Watergate prosecutor saying that this was as bad as Pearl Harbor, 9-11, and Kristallnacht which is absolutely insane to say to equate this with 9-11. One of the th- things that that does is it shows how far, you know, every year on 9-11 I say that the, the hashtag never forget really makes me crazy because for that to be said on any network and to have it go unchallenged, that President Trump's speech in Helsinki was as bad as 9-11 shows how much we have forgotten about what was done in this country. I also talked in the open about the, the meddling that the left has done in our country to affect our elections. And one of the ways that they've done is by, by importing those who want to replace the Constitution with the Koran. Joining me now to discuss this is terrorism expert and chairman of Act for America, a fan favorite of the show, by the way. Act for America, as you know, is the largest national security grassroots organization in the country, and she has done so much to try to keep us safe. And I had to have her on the show tonight to give her perspective on all of this. Hi, Brigitte. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Thank you, Andrea. I'm delighted to be back with you. Thank you. So can you believe that... uh, Somebody dared to equate this, and, and, and others have, to the fact that President Trump's statements in Helsinki, in which uh, you know he didn't go hard enough on, on Putin, was treasonous, traitorous, and the equivalent of 
It is unbelievable what's happening in the country. The left is actively working to drag the country into a civil war. This is exactly where we're heading, unless they start changing their rhetoric. For them to accuse the president of treason for meeting with the head of a foreign government that we don't agree with, that we are actually at a cold war with, or we're at a cold war with, to try to bring him back to negotiate world peace. The fact that he met with such a president, that now makes him uh, a target to be accused of treason, it goes to show you uh, how far left that radical left has gone in this country. And while most of us realized that the country was changing, I think right now the left is showing all their cards on the table and they are leaving no doubt in our mind. Those of us who love America, believe America is exceptional, believe in the legacy of our founding fathers, believe in our freedoms, believe in freedom of speech, believe in freedom of debate, believe in freedom of exchanging ideas. Those of us right now are at war because the war has been declared on us by the left in this country. Yes, and one of the ways in which the the, it, the war has been weaponized is through our FBI and our Department of Justice. And that is clear when you look at the special uh, count, counsel's office, the prosecutor office, Mueller investigation, when you look at Peter Strzok, uh, Lisa Page, you look at Jim Comey today, former FBI director who leaked who covered up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, who attempted to participate in the coup attempt of a free and fairly elected President Trump to be tweeting out today that President Trump's speech in Helsinki is a reason to vote for Democrats. All he did was confirm with that text that he was an operative for the left the entire time that he was pretending to be the FBI director. Those of us who who do love this country and love what it stands for are willing to and appreciate a President Trump who's willing to speak out against those. This country is not about its institutions like its agencies. It's a about the U.S. Constitution. It's about our freedoms. It's about our liberty. And they are under attack. They are under attack. Exactly. And people like us who love this country must rise and come together in defense of our nation. At least on our side, we do it democratically. We do it peacefully. We do it with debate. We do it through the exchange of ideas. We do it through activism, calling our elected officials, going out and voting, uh, getting educated on these issues. We need to come together. And it's not just enough to become educated about this issue. Education is important. But education without action uh, is not sufficient. Education must be coupled with action. This is how the left is being mobilized and is winning the debate up to this point. We need to do the same thing. And I encourage people, by the way, uh, Andrea, and I do not know if you know, I have a book coming out in September, and I titled the book Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. And I titled the book Rise because we must come together, those of us who are God-loving, flag-respecting, veteran-honoring, military-loving, founding father-cherishing, those of us who believe America is exceptional must rise and come together. And we have a website for the book. The website is risetoact.com, risetoact.com. If you go on that website right now just for requesting a chapter, we will send you a free chapter for you to read immediately by just requesting it. We want to make sure we mobilize every 
flag-loving, national mm-hmm. anthem-loving, patriotic American to come together and work together to save our nation at this point. Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up because I've done, I've started doing a lot more segments on the cultural Marxist social justice warrior movement in this country, and it's all about attacking every aspect of our Judeo-Christian principles and values. They've ne- they're never been about separation of church and state. It's been about replacement of God with state. And you see the ama- how they've amassed so much power in our FBI and our DOJ and our judicial system, and those are the ways in which they have attacked our Judeo-Christian principles and our values and our rights as citizens. I want to touch a little bit about radical Islam because uh, we have, for all of this, and I asked at the open of my show about wanting specifics for what Russia actually did to meddle, because I'm looking at the fact that American people are in a panic right now over 13 Russians with some fake Facebook accounts. Meanwhile, there is still a war going on with radical Islam, is there not? Uh, exactly, but you don't hear about it no. because the whole country is completely preoccupied right now with the whole Russia collusion. I mean, this poor president cannot even breathe every day. He is under such a barrage of attacks on a daily basis. I mean, look, he goes and meets with, with the North Korean leader. He has a summit, something that, that leaders before him could not be able to do. And we had the North Koreans working on nuclear b- bombs, working with the Iranians, uh, developing missile technology. And finally, President Trump is able to bring them to the table. And before he even got to the country, the attack started again on the immigration and and, and border security and the families being separated and crying babies. I mean, it is nonstop. Meanwhile, while we we are distracted with all these issues, radical Islamists have not forgotten about us. Radical Islamists are plotting, organizing. Remember, ISIS may have lost its geographical territories, but ISIS says caliphate moved from a physical geographical location to the internet because right now the internet has become the new theater of war and it is through the internet that isis and other radical islamic organization other organizations whether it's al-qaeda or lashkar taibi or boko haram no matter where they are in the world they are organizing and they still have their eyes on us and so we cannot forget about that we need to understand that that our enemies and by the way Right now, the radical Islamists and the leftists are working together. You know, I have a chapter in my book titled The Leftist Islamist Coalition, because right now what we are seeing is we are seeing the forces on the left, like the ACLU, the Southern Poverty Law Center, Planned Parenthood, uh, Organizing for Action, which is Obama's organization, Mm -hmm. all coming together and working with the likes of or with Linda Sarsour, who basically has a family line with a bunch of terrorists already sitting in Israeli jails for actually being charged on terrorism, uh, for terrorism-related charges. Uh, They are working with CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is a front for Hamas in the United States. It's also an unindicted conspirator in the largest uh, terrorism financing trial in America, and is also designated as a terrorist organization by the UAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, the left is also working with the with ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America. So we are seeing the left, the, the terrorist front operation in America, which is all these Islamic organizations that are uh, a front for the Muslim Brotherhood operation in the United States now coming together and working together and even pooling money together. Where leftist organizations like Planned Parenthood, the uh, the the SPLC and the ACLU are basically funding the Islamist 
organizations and activists like Linda Sarsour to work together against the president and against everything people like you and me and our listeners believe in. Absolutely. And, you know, for, to hear the left, you know, we've got John Brennan, former CIA director, who I learned at your Act for America conference had gone to ISNA, the national conference, while he was the head of the CIA at the time. This is the man, by the way, who two days ago said that President Trump w- uh, was a traitor and committed high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh, this John Brennan, as the head of the CIA, I learned at your conference, had gone to, and I think it was Mike Pompeo who said this while we were there, who told your group that John Brennan had gone to the annual conference of ISNA and said to them, I am not here as the CIA director to investigate you or to look at you in any way. I'm here as a friend. A, a, yeah. a front group for Hamas? An unindicted co-conspirator? Right. And a friend, and remember, ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America, which she attended and spoke to them as a friend, ISNA is the number one front organization listed in the Muslim Brotherhood Project, which our government admitted as evidence in the largest terrorism financing trial in the history of the United States, where our government sued the Holy Land Foundation uh, for financing terrorism. And ISNA, uh, there was 29 front organizations set up by the Muslim Brotherhood in the United States to sabotage America and quote, destroy America from within. And ISNA, which is the number one on, in that plan, is basically, that's the conference that John Brennan went and spoke at. But again, this is the type of information we have put out and we are putting out. By the way, this conference that you spoke at, uh, which you attended, Andrea, is happening this year in September in Washington, D.C., and we also titled it Rise in Defense of American Freedom and Values. Information on our website, actforamerica.org, actforamerica.org. If you go there, click on the conference. If you can attend this conference, all of you listening right now, no matter where you are, we need you in Washington, D.C. Our elected officials need to see you because all they're seeing right now is they're seeing the left. The left is organizing. The left is showing up and demonstrating. As much as they're hearing from the left, because remember, the left is meeting with them, they need to hear from us. So join us. It's going to be a great conference. You'll meet great people. Go to actforamerica.org and sign up. Thank you so much. Yes, I please, 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 if there's any way that you can attend this conference, you need to do so. It was such an amazing experience, Brigitte, one I will never forget, and I learned so much, and I God bless you so much for all your work that you do. The book is Rise. People can go where and uh, get a chapter? Uh, people can actually pre-order it right now on Amazon directly, okay. but okay. if they go to risetoact.com, risetoact.com, they can request a free chapter, and we will immediately give them a free chapter as a gift, as a thank you for requesting it, and hope that they will order uh, order the book. Risetoact.com. Brigitte Gabriel, the amazing Brigitte Gabriel fan favorite. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. All Have right. a great evening. Bye-bye. Too. Bye-bye now. I want to add, before we go to a break, I want to piggyback on what she was saying and kind of wrap it up. She talked about the left partnering with uh, the Islamist. John Brennan, the one who went there as a friend while he was the head of the CIA, is someone who voted as a communist for a communist candidate in 1980. There is the connection. People say, oh, Andrea, 
the, uh, Islam can't be partnering with communists because one has religion and communism doesn't have religion. Islam is not a religion. It's a political system that hides behind a religious component. They are very compatible with Marxism. That's why the left is partnering with them because it's ultimately about a centralized system of power with complete control over its citizens. I encourage everybody to go to Brigitte Gabriel's Act for America conference. Going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to shift gears. Go have a little fun. We're going to talk Comic-Con and then later on in the show, Speaking of fun, we're going to revisit Alicia Ocasio-Cortez, I think is how you say her name. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. 
Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in, the question of the day was, did, do you think President Trump made a mistake by correcting his statements? Um, I think that he has done an absolutely amazing job. Hopefully you enjoyed that last segment with Brigitte Gabriel. She's a firebrand, isn't she? Um, Comic-Con is coming to town tomorrow. Everybody's super excited about it. This is actually kind of our Super Bowl in San Diego. I've only been once, but it was not actually to the Comic-Con convention itself. I was a Scooby-Doo Wrangler. Uh, when Did you dress fr- up like Daphne or something? No, no. <laughs> No, I was actually in an official Warner Brothers when you are a handler for one of their major uh, characters like that who's in costume. I actually had a specific color of shorts and a shirt that I had to wear with a badge because I was in official Wrangler mode. Um, But it was actually quite the scene. It was amazing to see kind of everything that was going on there at Comic-Con. And I made a vow that I was going to go back at some point because believe it or not, it's, it's more than just kind of what you would imagine from if you watch uh, Big Bang Theory. Um, But, you know, I'm not a Trekkie. I'm not into comic books. So I really didn't think that it was really going to be anything that I would dig. Um, In a few minutes, we're going to talk to a lady who's come every year to Comic-Con. She's written a love story. It's not just about crazy, you know, um, cartoon characters or or whatever, superheroes. Um, So I'm excited to talk to her and get a lady's perspective on why she comes to Comic-Con and about her book, um, but, you know, I was I was in doing some research as to what was happening with Comic-Con this year. I was a little disappointed to hear uh, that can we not have one aspect of our lives that hasn't been politicized? I mean, it's really disheartening to see that a, that a, a, a convention that is supposed to be based upon fun and kitschiness and coming together in a community of people who love a particular type of, of media and entertainment is, is, is pushing political agenda and hate. This one, this year, is in the form of, and I've talked about the movement to split California in half. That was uh, Cal 3, I think it was. I also had the, um, the founders of the movement Cal Exit to separate from the rest of the country onto the show. And they, that movement to, for, to, for California to break away from the rest of the country started years ago. That doesn't seem to stop the, this comic book uh, creator who's come up with um, its Black, Black Mask Studios. Their comic book, is they're the publishers of Cal Exit. It's, this one is called All Systems San Diego. All the profits are being donated uh, to immigrant families uh, at the San Diego border region, which means those are coming into this country illegally. Um, and what this book, what this uh, is really about is it's, quote, a world in which America 
uh, the American public has elected an autocratic president forcing California to succeed, which is not true. This movement started years ago and had nothing to do with President Trump. That's the first lie. Then, according to this this uh, thing, the villains are all uh, white supremacists. There's a neo-Nazi gang, so I can tell right away that it's not particularly clever or original. Um, the setting is in supposedly, quote, war-torn California under military occupation with these evil DHS dudes deporting all immigrants, which is more lies. Because there has been nobody deported who was in this country legally as an immigrant. And even the illegals that were deported were deported because they were felons and committed crimes like rape and murder. This is just incredibly disheartening to me to see propaganda and lies. If you can't sell your agenda on the truth, then what are you doing? Here's the, here's the latest line. I'll wrap this up here. California is, quote, war-torn, they say. I, yeah, that, that they're true. They're right about. California is war-torn. But let me tell you, it's been torn apart by an anti, uh, but decades of war against our nation, its laws, and our, our economy here in the state. That's why this state is strewn with trash and human waste and, and homeless encampments because they've destroyed the state. It's got nothing at all to do with President Trump. So shame on, shame on this publisher here. And I wanted to make sure everybody knew because it, it, where this money was going to and what this comic book was about uh, before you bought it and handed it out to anybody. Um, but I did want to switch to a more fun topic for Comic-Con. And joining me now is Tiffany Pitcock. Uh, she's, got, uh, she's coming back for her eighth year. And she's written a really fun, fun book that's uh, kind of a romance novel, right? Welcome to the show, Tiffany Pitcock. Hi. Hi there. Tell me about your tell me about your book. Um, well it's just like a teen romance, uh, set in high school. Um, it's not based on true events or anything, but it's about these two people who decide to pretend they've been friends their whole lives and just keep the lie up until they're found out. And of course, you know, they fall in love and someone's in a band and it's you know, Phoenix. Well, that sounds darling. Now you have a panel for this? Uh yes. I'll be featured on a panel for um, authors who found, uh, I guess, a publisher in a home through the Internet and through fandom and through conventions. What got you interested in coming to Comic-Con in the first place? Uh, I've always wanted to come to Comic-Con ever since, like, I was a kid because I was always into the nerdy stuff. I liked Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I liked comic books. I liked Doctor Who. And Comic-Con was where it was at. So you know, as soon as I, I first got the opportunity. Well, really, because I don't, you know, I see, I've, I've seen like gals and stuff hanging out there, but I, I've never personally known anybody who was really into it. That was kind of something my brother was into. So growing up, you know, comics were always seemed like a dude kind of thing. And, you know, so I'm just curious. That's why when uh, producer Todd told me about you and your book, I said, I want to get her on. I want to pick her brain and see she's been coming here for eight years. Now she's written a, written a book and she's on a panel and, you know, kind of, you know, give everybody kind of a window into what it's about. Who do you want to see when you're here? Oh, my gosh. Well, the cast of Riverdale, probably. I really would appreciate getting a glimpse of them. Um I'm not really in it for, the, like, seeing celebrities and stuff, though. I really like seeing people's costumes and the creativity and the, like, the hard work they've poured into them. Well, yeah, there's some are pretty amazing. Now, producer uh, Todd, DJ Carrot Sticks, is going. He's, he's only wearing a hat. He's not actually pretty. He's not. And so are some. What did were you going to say? Something? It's a Comic-Con hat, though. It's a Super Padre Comic-Con hat. Uh, it doesn't count if it's not a costume. Tiffany, are you going in costume? What are you going not in? Not this year. No, not this year. I just did not have the time. What did you go as in the past? Um, I went as Sailor Moon before, and I went as uh, Robin from, you know, the Batman comics. 
Oh, that'd be cute. A girl going as Robin. Well, there was there was a girl Robin. There was many girl Robins, actually. Oh, there was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would... <laughs> The, the only Batman and Robin that I know was really the original comic book characters I, I, that, uh, no, at the TV show, with Batman and Robin. Yeah, with Adam West and the other guy was Robin. I didn't know there was a girl Robin. Okay, all right. Um, well, the book is is Just Friends, Tiffany Pitcock, and it's um, about a, a smart girl and bad boy setup, which, uh, that is smart, I was going to say smart girl, bad boy sounds like my high school. Where can they get the book, <laughs> Tiffany? Uh, any major book retailer, um, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble. Mm. Well, thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a wonderful time. Stay safe when you're here, though, right, by the thank way. thank you. All right, have a good night. All right, so b- before the show, though, DJ Carrot Sticks, you were telling me that it wasn't just this uh, Cal exit that um, they that had been politicized. I didn't know. There, there. You said that it's been politicized with other characters as well. Oh, yeah, major comic books and stuff. It's now, it, like, there's nowhere we can escape anymore it used you know sports used to be one of the things we could kind of escape from politics comic books and fantasy used to be one but i guess it's one of those things where i think nowadays if you don't have a political view they think something's wrong with you yeah but what are some of the characters you were telling me before oh, like- so it's th- marvel says we want to reflect uh the the demographics of now instead of all of our characters being white so now iron man is a black girl um, spider-man <laughs> is hispanic wait, wait. Uh, a lot of characters okay, Iron have Man come out is, to be gay now. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man is suspect. See, to me, that's like so racist. I mean, why do you have to specifically pick a skin color? It, it's kind of like Scarlett Johansson uh, ended up dropping out of her role as, as a transgender in a movie because she got all this backlash because she wasn't actually transgender. It's called acting. It kind of reminds me, do you remember when J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, was hired to play Selena in the movie, and there was all this backlash because she was Puerto Rican, she wasn't Mexican, and Selena was Mexican. It's like when you're that focused on what particular, she's Latina, but she's not the right Latina. I mean, when you're that kind of focused on skin color and different this and different that, you're the racist in my opinion. Well, one one thing uh, that really kind of points things out in the beginning of of this year uh, me, they made Captain America a bad guy. Okay. And it's just kind of, you know, Captain America, It's uh, he's America. He symbolizes America, and they made him a, an evil agent of Hydra. Well, see, that that's so typical of the left. I mean, they're they so anti-American that they've hijacked what was supposed to be a superhero character named Captain America, and they've made him the bad guy, the villain. All right. Well, anyway, well, if you are coming to San Diego for Comic-Con, we hope you do have a great time. Um, I might have to go down there one of these days. Folks, DJ Carrot Sticks will be there tomorrow and Friday. You'll know him by his Comic-Con hat. You'll know him as the one dude who doesn't have a costume on, but he's got a dopey Comic-Con hat. I'll have a Shazam t-shirt on also. (laughs) For older people, Captain Marvel. Okay. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more on the other side of the break. We've got another example of the left and Obama meddling around the world. And you know what? It's still kind of going on with our own State Department. This story really aggravated me. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state 
not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. I am sitting in my brand new X chair. I've been hearing about this chair. It looks fantastic, but it improves my posture. Think how many hours you spend a day in your office chair. Will you select your X chair based on comfort and feel? It's perfect for small business owners, incidentally, to give away as bonuses or incentives to boost both the look of your office and the productivity of your team. Experience X chair for yourself. Go to xchairmike.com. That's just the letter xchairmike.com or call toll-free 844-X-CHAIR. Your X chair comes with a 30-day no questions asked guarantee, complete satisfaction, and the X chair is on sale for my listeners right now, 100 bucks off. So go to xchairmike.com, use the code MikeFootrest, and they'll even throw in a free footrest. Isn't that a great deal? xchairmike.com, use the code MikeFootrest, or call 844-X-CHAIR. I'm going to be telling you a lot about this X chair that I'm sitting in. xchairmike.com or toll-free 844-X-CHAIR. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. If you were to ask just a few short years ago, the site of our hottest cultural disagreement, who'd have guessed it would be the restroom? It's true. In recent years, Western society has faced a major push to overhaul our understanding of the sexes. We're told our categories of man and woman are unfair, too binary. In deference to those struggling with gender identity, we're urged to re-envision society from the ground up, or should I say, the bathroom floor up. But this new secular orthodoxy is getting some serious pushback. Recently, The Economist ran an editorial by a transsexual person who said this, Biological sex is real and is the very foundation of our species. Author Christina Harrison argues that denying this reality will set women and children up for exploitation. The author is right. There's a better way forward that is compassionate, but recognizes that we really have been created male and female. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. I think I need a cape with a big D on the back for dynamite and address. Gee, I don't know. Um, 
What would we do without Judicial Watch, who's actually providing uh, the greatest oversight for us in getting to the bottom of things? They obtained 32 pages of records showing the Obama administration, because we've been talking about, you know, the hysteria over Russia uh, meddling in our elections, although we don't know what the word meddling means, no information there. Here's how the United States of America meddled into Albania's election. Nine million dollars was given from the United States taxpayers to George Soros's group in order to effectively have the left-leaning Albanian government overtake the judiciary. Sound familiar? Because I've been talking about how that's how the left was trying to get it over on us here, to amass more and more power to the judiciary branch, the law enforcement agencies and the courts. That's how they get control over the citizens, and that's exactly the game that was being run in Albania through George Soros's group, paid for by the U.S. taxpayers. When did this come about? It came about in, in uh, 2017 because that's when uh, Mike Lee, March 2017, six U.S. lawmakers led by uh, Mike Lee sent a letter to then Rex, T- uh, Rex Tillerson asking to investigate charges that the U.S. government was using taxpayers' funds to assist Soros in Albania, which ended up being true. In fact, the one person who helped make it possible, the U.S. ambassador to Albania, Donald Liu, is a holdover from the Obama administration. And he's been closely linked to Soros and the socialist government in Albania. And in 2017, uh, Liu helped the Albanian, helped undermine the opposition party and helped keep the socialist government in power. This is in 2017. Going on right now in this country. U.S. US meddling and helping assist socialism in other countries. The deep state is deep. The Communist Party has uh, pretty much taken over the the Democrat Party. Um, speaking of that, we got to have a little fun because of the socialist. Uh, it's it's serious business. Communism it, it ain't exactly fun for the people living under it. Nevertheless, it hasn't stopped the left from completely embracing it. Led by their their new little star, uh, it's, it's I can never say nobody can say this woman's name. Or Ocasio Cortez, uh, she evidently was being interviewed. I don't know if you guys saw this on Monday, um, but it just cracked me up so much. First of all, do you guys remember a pageant girl back from South Carolina years ago who, just, who butchered the answer of a question? Well, you know what? When Ocasio Cortez was being interviewed by Margaret Hoover about Israel. Um, she didn't fare much better. And somebody on Twitter, a reporter actually, did a mashup. I want you guys to hear this. I think that what people are starting to see, at least in, in the occupation uh, of, of Palestine, is um, just an increasing crisis of humanitarian condition. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. You use the term the occupation of Palestine. Mm. What did oh. you mean by that? Oh, um... Oh, um, okay. Glad you asked. But some people out there in our nation and don't have bounce. I think it, what I and meant is, like, the, the settlements that are increasing. Mm. I believe oh, that okay. our ed- education, like, such as in South Africa and, <laughs> and uh, Iraq, everywhere, like, such as... And, and such as. is where, um... Or Palestinians are experiencing uh, difficulty in access to yeah. uh, their housing and homes. And I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. Do you think you can expand on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'd also just, 
I am not the expert on geopolitics. Oh, politics, you're not? Because you know, see, we so thought South you were. You it should help direct. <laughs> and such as. And such as. <laughs> that is the leader right now, the de facto leader of the Democrat Party. She won 17,000 votes out of 750,000. She's the one who came out with the abolish the uh, the ICE movement. She's the one calling for all this crazy far left stuff. And she can't even answer a simple question about Israel. Oh, I so hope they continue to put her out there. Her and Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters. Y'all just continue to go down this crazy road. And let me tell y'all, we are going to take it in November. You continue to push all this nonsense. Continue with trying to uh, uh, come at President Trump with all your crazy that you got, and we are going to win. Jim Jordan put out a great tweet today listing out everything uh, that President Trump has done from from jobs to easing regulations and economic growth, as well as what he's done, dismantling ISIS to keep us safe. You know what? I think President Trump's and, and the Republican Party will be pretty safe going into 2018. But the Republican Party needs to stop getting back to the opening of the show, needs to stop criticizing President Trump and enabling and encouraging the false narratives against him. They need to get behind him and to support him. And I thank you all for supporting me every night at 6 p.m. right here. Thank you to my guest, Brigitte Gabriel, the lovely Tiffany Pitt, Pitt Talk with her book. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Have fun at Comic-Con, DJ Carrot Sticks. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.